Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. Let's be very clear about what happened behind the scenes here. This actor was supposed to break this wooden rocking horse, was unable to, (laughs) and so they changed it to you light it on fire. Because he takes, like, the seat and he's like, "Eh, eh." there's a lot of, it's actually glued pretty tight. (laughs) He's like that proud boy trying to tear the gay rights poster. Yeah, right. And it's pinning me. Ow, ow, ow. (laughs) God awful movies. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because we all have complicated feelings about David A.R. White that we don't know how to deal with. I know exactly. I'm, I'm your host, Snow Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath And right, Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. You know who feels like a racist? Who's that? Uh, me. Because these movies all look the fucking same at this point. Like, I, <laughs> I honestly could have used my notes from about half the movies we've done. Nobody would know the difference. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah, I can no switch it in right now. Kidding. This uh, is from a different episode. <laughs> all right. And of course, sitting 81 miles to my right is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I'm fantastic, Noah. I, I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to disagree with Heath, but there's a, a key twist to this one that kept me... Rooted to my seat. Now, maybe it's because I'm a Jew who, you know, hasn't yet found Jesus. But this, <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. Well, let's just say this this uh, particular apocalypse is a real interesting character switch for one of their uh, people. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. And, and believe me, we'll play it up because there's not much else to distinguish this from the other 19 Rapture movies we've done before this one. Is that how many we I've, I counted. I counted. This is our 20th rapture. 21st if you count uh, Muslim apocalypses, too. But yeah. Oh, my. Fu- and, and you know, most of those are, are trilogies and shit. Three of them have had David A.R. White in them. This is like our 10th David A.R. White. Anyway, we could just spin the wheel of our notes and use whichever <laughs> one we landed on. For this episode. Does not matter. We need that deep learning computer that makes that makes the script for the Star Wars movie. Yeah, we need right. to do an episode of Gam. <laughs> Right, especially if it's either A, a David A.R. White movie, or B, a Rapture movie, or C, tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched The Moment After, the David A.R. White Rapture movie from 1999. We get 99 David A.R. White. It's (laughs) the best. And it's the story of how Jewish people aren't all as bad for the world as you think. (laughs) (laughs) Two of them were good. Yeah, right. Two. There's Jesus. Jesus and one other guy yeah. who converted uh, during the rapture of 99. The rest of them are bad, though. All right, and Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love the same old rapture movie, but there's not enough virginal Jews turned Christians, <laughs> you will love this movie. I, I know this movie is a little samey, but but the twist is, is a real sticking point for me. I just want to throw that out there. Really kept me on the edge of my seat. 
All right. So I, I have to say, this is a bit of a milestone <laughs> for us. Um, now, I, I mentioned that this is our 20th Rapture movie. This also marks our 14th David A.R. White movie. Oh. He's made 28. We're halfway through his filmography, guys. Next week, <laughs> we will be over halfway through. But he's accelerating. We don't know. He, he could have some movies out by then. That's true. That's true. It doesn't take long to make these. Now, I want to share a personal story about this movie because this is a really tough one to watch, right? There are movies that we watch, like, remember Reggie's Prayer, where you're just watching along and you just can't wait to see what kind of craziness comes next? This is not one of those movies, right? <laughs> this is a profoundly boring, we didn't have the budget to make 90 minutes. We're trying to use this movie to basically sell someone on producing the second one. It's a trailer. It's it, a 90-minute trailer. Yeah, right. So... Also, my wife's out of town. Her dad's sick, so she's down south taking care of her dad. And I am completely fucked when she's gone. I can't sleep, and I don't know what day it is and shit. So late last night, I realized that we were recording today, and I had to finish this goddamn movie. I thought I had a whole other day for it. So like at 10 p.m., I had to power through the last hour of this film. <laughs> I was up till 3 in the morning. Because like it's one of those, like, it's one of those... Boy, are the underside of those blinds dirty kind of movies, right? Like, as you're watching this, everything seems like a good excuse to not watch this. So. Yeah, I, at one point in my notes, I have, I am doing everything in my power not to watch this movie. I'm having thoughts like, you know, I've been meaning to drill a second hole in my dick, get a little <laughs> side <laughs> pee going. That would cut my pissing time in half. <laughs> Here's the real key I know when I'm watching a movie that I don't want to watch is I pause it to take some notes and then I unpause it and then I have absolutely self-destructive enraged thoughts about having to pause the movie for a second. And I'm like, why? I knew how that scene was going to... I don't even have any new... No oh. Another second and a half. Stupid. 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 Right. Stupid for me to be yelling uh, stupid. Huh? Now I did... Ah. Ah. Spiral. Johnny Cash's Hurt starts to play. <laughs> So is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Uh, no, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> um, best worst quick draw. Oh, my God. This, this, so is actually, this is the highlight of the movie. It was. At one point, two FBI agents, one played by David A.R. White, they both try to quick draw their guns. And it's I'm pretty sure it's the clumsiest physical activity that's <laughs> happened in the universe. <laughs> Like somebody gets poked in the eye somehow, <laughs> glass shatters for no reason. They definitely shoot themselves in the dick if they're using real loaded guns in <laughs> no real life. Shit. Oh, it's May of 2018. There is no question that we now know the majority of male movie stars can pull out their dicks faster than David <laughs> R.R. White can pull out I just a did gun. It. It's back in. Yep. Just did it again. Back in. Damn. I beat him so many times. It's not fair to compare I yours to like, though, that's, yeah, it's not exactly average. Um, I was going to go with best worst. Sorry, I thought this sentence was going to end more profoundly. <laughs> right? There are so many moments in this. The writing is so bad in this. There are so many moments in this movie where everybody's like, they're building up and the music is reaching its crescendo and the guy pauses dramatically and then he says, so you guys want the coleslaw? or Because they will give you the coleslaw even if you don't ask for it. And it's not. I have to tell them not to give it. I like because it gets onto the pickle. I don't like <laughs> a little bit of they put usually put it right on it or next to it, and a little bit of leaks. I don't like uh, it. There's egg in there. They think there's not, but there is. <laughs> bum bum, Jesus! <laughs> right, right. End of the movie. Uh, I'm gonna go with best worst suits. 
David A.R. White's suit in this movie looks like he stole it out of a Goliath coffin. <laughs> it is. He looks like the only guy that ever got his money back from the men's warehouse guy. He just walked oh. into his office and he was like, oh, fuck. It's so good. And the tie, the tie is like six feet wide. Yes. Like he's, yeah. he's, it's a spinnaker. He's tacking and jiving with this. It's the best. He looks like he mugged Heath at Tom's wedding. It is just all <laughs> well, nine feet longer than it this, needs to be. This was 99. <laughs> he didn't really grow into his suit until the mid-2000s, apparently. Or, fun fact, his hair. Because he <laughs> is clearly wearing a toupee of 2017 David A.R. White's hair throughout this movie. <laughs> right? It, it honestly, it looks like he's going to turn at some point and the hair is not going to come with him. <laughs> it really does look like that at any given moment in this film. Um, I don't think he's bald, but damn, did he look at there. All right. Well, obviously, we have some suspiciously abandoned clothes piles to get to. So we're going to pause for a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dive into the nearly inert action of the moment after. And do you fold the towels into hearts? No. Okay. If I email your concierge a guide, will someone do it for our room? You have to check. Okay, I'll, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. Hey, Eli, what are you doing? Yeah, what's with all the uh, charts and graphs and stuff? Oh, hey, guys, I'm just getting ready for our live citation needed in Chicago. Oh, you mean the live citation needed that we're doing August 11th in the city of Chicago, Illinois? Yeah, I mean, as you know, we hit our Patreon goals. So Cecil and I are sharing a hotel room, and I want to make sure everything is perfect. It's just so many comparisons of, of bed sheets. That's a lot of what you have here. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get itchy when I'm snuggling my buddy. So, look, you know. Eli, the citation needed a live show on August 11th is going to be awesome. We have VIP tickets in the first few rows that include a meet and greet with us and the guys over at Cogdis. We're even going to do a platinum night with a private never-to-be-recorded live episode of Citation Needed that includes dinner and drinks. Tickets are available in the show notes, so you really just need to focus on that and not on sharing a hotel room with Cecil. Okay. Okay. But will one of you text him and see if he's a big or a little spoon? No. Big. No, I mean, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm mandatory post-rapture talk show host, white guy name. With me tonight are hippie lady. Namaste. Christian who totally believes in the rapture and Jesus, but somehow didn't get raptured. Block. And scientist who thinks it was aliens. Aliens to be here, white guy. Panel. Are there ways you can exposit as lazily as possible without making it was a wizard seem like an equally silly answer? I can, white guy. I shoved a crystal in my hoo-ha and all the people disappeared. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is clearly the Christian rapture. I mean, the angels wrote in blood in the sky, hey, just FYI, we're angels. This is the rapture. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, or did they? No, yeah, yes, they did. That's literally what happened. Or they did. did they? Okay. Or did they indeed? Next up, the protagonist turns off the TV because someone has mentioned the rapture in the movie now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown. And of course, we're going to start this one off with a Bible quote about the rapture. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the rapture quote from 
1 Corinthians, according to the movie, 1 Corinthians 16.52. And no, it's not. It's 15. Like, <laughs> they get something wrong with five seconds. It's been five seconds. Yeah. Zero seconds into the movie. Yeah. And, and they're wrong. But this is the quote with the, uh, it was the last Trump that causes the Antichrist. And I knew there was a reason I didn't like Barron. And it wasn't just because he's probably got <laughs> autism. I knew there was another reason I didn't like him. It turns out he's the Antichrist. So yeah, there go. well, there you go. Um, all right, so yeah, so we get this quote, and then we get the rapture pan, right? All of the cliches that we've seen before in rapture movies must all be present. So there's like a there's a phone off the hook, water's boiling over, the TV is static for some reason. Somebody was watching that. Yeah. Well, but th yeah, they were watching the static when the rapture happened. Clearly, yeah, there's a there's a radio that we can hear because you know they were watching TV and listening to the radio when they got raptured. Yeah, because I fucking like to party. I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> also, the phone. This is how long it's been. The phone is making the like busy noise, and I was like, oh, that was a thing. Phones did that, right? You'd yeah. call, and sometimes they weren't always there. Sometimes the phone would just be like, "Nope, bit 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 bit." Yeah, that was the off the hook sound, not the uh, not the busy signal. So oh, it's been even longer than you think. Worse. Um, so, <laughs> so then we we head outside. The pan continues. We go outside, and we have the typical naked kid panic that follows these things, <laughs> right? And again. Because uh, we're going to be looking for differences from the 19 other movies we've seen on this theme. I liked this woman's uh, off the cuff, don't hide from mama. And I was like, yeah, especially without your clothes. <laughs> That'd be the best if just naked little girl jumps out from behind the bushes. Ah, just fucking with you. I'm evil, too. I'm evil. Gotcha. I'm evil. Gotcha. Then we pan out to the road where there's this wrecked car. That <laughs> over wrecked car. Yeah, well, that is wrecked against... Nothing like the front is crumpled <laughs> in and it, yet it didn't hit anything. Right. I wanted to see that that car had like crashed into an angel. I wanted to come out and like slide an angel into the trunk. He's just like, I can't. I, can. I got DUIs, man. <laughs> yeah. Drinking. It ran into a curb and the entire windshield is shattered across the whole front. She's just like, I got to stop keeping bowling balls on ramps in my car. That's silly. <laughs> Yeah, right. So we get that pan. We see some used car salesman stumbling out of the wrecked car. He's like, where did you go? That's how good the acting is. And then we get the title screen the moment after. And based on the title, you're like, yeah, Davey didn't always have those undead God budgets to work with, man. <laughs> yeah, he just start at the bottom there. All right. So now we cut to David A.R. White waking up. And the, the credits are running over this, and I just wrote my nose. I'm like, you know you're in for a god-awful movie when all the credits are just the same names over and over again. <laughs> they really are. Also, credit to this movie, another difference, the most realistic depiction of how I would encounter the rapture if it was at 7.30 in the morning. Yeah, right? This actually started me wondering down a spiral of how long it would take Heath to notice the rapture given his <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, six days later, we don't show up for the recording. He's like, ah, it, oh, you'd get raptured? Yeah, what are you? Why would we You're not Jewish. show up? You have no shot. <laughs> I could be the 144. You but don't he know. didn't get raptured. <laughs> you know, you have no shot, man. You you might be able to, you you know, you might be a most wanted later, but yeah. Okay, All none right. of us would notice the rapture for a really long time. <laughs> well, I you, might you, see something about it on Twitter. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, we would have social media to cue us in for Heath. It would be like, yeah, I'd be like, hey, man, did you notice? You guys seem sad. You okay? <laughs> 
All right. So it, it, Davey uh, wakes to a persistent knock at the door. He goes downstairs. It's the FBI, but he's also the FBI. So it's a really weird, stupid way to try to confuse us at the beginning there. So, yeah, his his uh, partner comes. And he's like, everything's in chaos. Plane crashes, car wrecks, people disappearing. Even George, even George has disappeared. Now, George, we will learn is is Davy's partner, normal partner. This guy with the ass on his chin is the new replacement partner for George, I guess. And this is Agent Baker. And can, can we take a moment to talk about Agent Baker's physical appearance? Oh, right? please, let's. <laughs> he looks like he should be explaining to me that taxation is theft on a bus he snuck onto. <laughs> I feel like he should be like running through a, a nightclub chasing James Bond, trying to shoot him with a silenced pistol. See, I just had him as Bill Hader fucked a tapeworm. <laughs> he looks like all the pictures that Fox News ever posted of a college rapist fucks each other, and this is the result. Yeah, and also he has a ridiculous ass on his chin, right? Yeah. I have him down, as you said, his name was Agent what? Baker. Baker? Okay, I have him as ass chin throughout. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so ass chin uh, tells Davey that George and his kids have disappeared, but his bitchy wife is still around, that heathen. And now we cut to a Jew doing Jewy stuff. And I guarantee you that's what it says in the fucking script. Jew doing Jewy stuff. Oh, no question. <laughs> and he turns around here and he has such a fake beard that I gasped. <laughs> I gasped. <laughs> it was like the elephant man taking his bag off. He, he might as well have turned around and it was drawn on in marker. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's all pubes. Yes. Am I wrong? Like. <laughs> So he was in the prop room. He's like, so there's no right, just like non crotch hair that I can get to put on my face. Nope. It's just, we only have crotch. Some guy in makeup's just like, I got Merkins, Merkins, Merkins. That's all I got for you. <laughs> Come on down to Tony D's house of Merkins. <laughs> it looks like he glued pubes to like construction paper and then folded it over a bunch of times <laughs> and cut out a paper doll chain and used it as a beard. Yeah, 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 I added a Spanish moss. It's definitely not human face hair. <laughs> so, yeah, so we see him, and then he just looks up in the air like, I'll be in this movie too, huh? And then we move on uh, to the FBI boss briefing all the hedonist agents on the rapture. Many of the FBI agents, of course, were raptured away, but some of them are left. Yeah, and his summary here is so bad. He's like, so um, people disappeared. Uh, and we did the missing persons thing, obviously, before that was massive and magical, but it's somehow still on us. <laughs> oh, look for clues. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. And this is the first instance of like, he's clearly supposed to say something dramatic at the end of this, right? He he gives this this huge pause, like he's about to drop some pearls of wisdom. And then he's just like, good luck. It was like, wow, guy, really? But like, okay, so the assignment here is to solve the rapture? Yeah. Also, good luck. Are you not part of this? Is he going back to work on the Jean Benet Ramsey murder? Like, what? Good luck to ev <laughs> This is all we do now, is how that should have ended. It's just like, this is it now, moving forward. This is, we're all on this. Yep. <laughs> and he, I don't understand what they're supposed to do, though. It's like, all right, we're going to go check for people are we have to confirm that people are missing due to rapture i don't know how you would do that and and then he's like all right everybody's gonna get all the leads we have i'm gonna put them on your desk 
What would the but, lead yeah. be for this? Like composite sketches of Jesus <laughs> to check for the guy. Like, all of a sudden, he's a black guy for some reason. <laughs> Why is he wearing the Unabomber hood? I just like putting hoods on people. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I just like a hoodie. It looks fashionable. It's nice for summer. It's so, nice for winter. Keeps you cool. Now we and also sketch guy for some reason. Before the, uh, when everyone disappeared, we declared a national state of emergency. That makes sense. Also, martial law is in effect. Just because, you know, it's always good to have a little martial law. What does David A.R. White think martial law is? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> We've watched a lot of movies where martial law has been declared. There has been very little martial lawing about them. <laughs> He's yeah. pretty sure it means checkpoints. Yep, that's it, it. It means the entire military just spaces out along every road in the country <laughs> and does a checkpoint like every five miles. That's martial law. Yep. All right. So Davy and Ashton go to start checking on raptured people. And again, what are they going to do? They're going to show up and be like, okay, have you checked the couch cushions? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. Oh, and, and then we have to cut back to the... um. To the Jew from before, he went out and got himself a correct Bible, one with Jesus in it. Yeah, he's flipping through quotes from the King James Bible, mm. like like rabbis usually do. Like, <laughs> might as well have it in a glass case, like, break in case of rapture, and he thinks that's <laughs> King James Bible. It's so stupid. In case of wrongness. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and, of course, this is where he realizes he never should have been a damn Jew in the first place. Right? Yep. And I wrote it in my notes. He's, he never should have Jewed in the first place. And Spellcheck didn't underline that. And I wasn't comfortable with that. Um, <laughs> oh, also, at this moment, he goes to blow his shofar. Yes. <laughs> and I'm waiting for a shofar sound, right? I'm waiting for him to, this big dramatic moment just to come out as. Right. It's like a harmonica. Yeah. It makes yeah. No, whatever noise it was, I don't remember exactly, but it made no sense. It was like a euphonium or something. I wanted him to turn around and Louis Armstrong to just be standing next to him and be like, oh, sorry, am I interrupting you? Yeah, change right. religion? You were going to. Oh, yeah. So. And what was it supposed to like? Is that supposed to be like a siren for all the Jewish people to be like, oh, it turns, it was Christianity. Yeah, Please no, no, switch. the next Jew over also blows his. He just gets, like, yeah. trampled by a stampede of rabbis. Yeah. You learn it as a kid. If you hear the certain horn, it's just, we're switching religions. We have yeah. a Muslim one, too. Uh, it's the sound of an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Someone we, wasn't ready for that. They're in their car right now, and they're like, ooh, they're mad. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we go back to uh, to Davey. Um, and they're interviewing a guy about his missing wife. This is the um, the used car salesman we saw in the first scene, right? The one whose car wrecked against that imaginary obstacle. And they're like, he's like, yeah, here's a picture of her. She was a 1950s pinup girl, apparently, based yeah, on the what? picture. Is that who he like usually the current picture? He goes, we've been married for 19 years. And it's like, all right, did you take another picture in that time? Because <laughs> this is her at high school prom. OK, <laughs> this is her at prom. Anyway, so they're like, yeah, so uh, we were hoping you could have some kind of flashback or, or something, you know, some, with some clues in it. So we get a flashback to them in the car. They're just like, diddly do? What do we need? <laughs> yeah, right. Will you do it? <laughs> oh, God. How great would the scene be if, if David Arch White's just like, 
Diddly do, diddly do. What are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. I thought maybe you'd uh, want to remember something. I thought that's how it <laughs> starts hitting a harp. Come on. All right. Sorry. I should have practiced. Um, all right. So we get the flashback. They were in a car. And it's funny because they're like, they kind of want to show that he's the bad guy and she's the good person, but they're not really, you know, it's Christian. So him being bad is just like, oh, that's a nice boat. I'm jealous of him. For having that boat. He might as well be stealing a candy bar with Ray Comfort holding a sign next to him. Just like, see? see? <laughs> sign. So, yeah. So, they drive around arguing for a second. And then suddenly she turns into light off camera. Right? They, they couldn't afford the, the effect there. So, we just we see him looking at a bright light. And that's it. That's the whole flashback. Yeah. And the, they go back to present whatever and he asks the cops he's like so yeah she literally vanished into a flash of light do you guys know what happened or <laughs> that happened a lot have you been investigating this and what what answer was he hoping for like yeah no it's a new darpa project we disappear suburban wives while driving <laughs> no you fucking moron we have no idea Why would uh, we be did here? she have a lot of gluten in her diet this will <laughs> that'll do it all right so now it's that night. Um, the the Jew guy from earlier, the shofar guy, is walking through an alley. Oh. So obviously some hobos want to fight him. You why? Know? Why would everyone <laughs> immediately become a hobo because of a rap? Just like you're driving along, your your wife vanishes out of your car, so you just grow a sloppy beard and you <laughs> you light a garbage can fire for no reason. Like yep. why? Also. You just Wrap your belongings in a handkerchief, put it on a stick, and ride the rails. Start stealing pies off windowsills. This, this might be my favorite scene in the movie. I don't know, but them playing the bad guys that he has oh, to like. Because they literally go, and this, this is not a joke. They go, hey, buddy. <laughs> he said, buddy. Got some spare change? <laughs> James, classic. And then he look, he's like, he like gestures at them like, hey, come with me. And then he looks at the other two guys who are putting their hands over the fire barrel and those actors freeze. They're just like, we're just supposed to laugh. So they just laugh. They go. If they were bad first edition Westworld robots, this scene would make sense. So, all right, now Davey and Ashton have to interview even weaker actors. These are the basketball players. <laughs> oh, and my. These the, guys are amazing. The beginning of this scene uh -huh. is one of my favorite moments in the movie. So he's he walks over to a, a pickup basketball game, and it's supposed to be like the ball rolls over to David A.R. White, and he's like, oh, here, here you go. They're like, a little help, and, you know, he throws it back yeah, to him. Uh -huh. But the, the scene starts, and you can see the basketball player's feet just into the frame. And you can see him wait until they say action and then roll the ball. To yeah. It's so, so bad. Right. They don't even do any sportsing and we get bad sportsing here. Oh, David oh. has to throw the ball back <laughs> 10 feet max. And he manages to look bad, like almost trips and falls, almost hurts himself. <laughs> oh, no question. Also, I have questions about these characters' motivations. Like, right? millions of people disappeared, and these guys were like, I got a pickup game. I, I cannot miss this. <laughs> Teams are going to be odd. I'll look like an asshole. <laughs> Wore shirts this week, so I feel good about myself. I really, I don't want to. Yeah. 
So David A.R. White and, and Ashton have showed up to, to interview these guys about the rapture, too. And they, too, would like to have a flashback about it. This happened at the at the middle of uh, basketball practice that they had at 730 in the morning. Do they do that? Yeah. They, oh, and, Jesus. Yeah. And they ask, are we in trouble? I want I wanted David A.R. White to be like, well, the black one of you, the <laughs> white guy <laughs> whose forehead is so we large the- we could sell ads on it. You're fine. <laughs> the, the FBI. Yeah. So planting disappeared clothes on the black guy. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Let's go to a Waffle House. Come on. <laughs> All right. So we get the flashback to them doing basketball. And, and by the way, the highlights, because we get some highlights from basketball practice. They're doing layups. They actually, a few of them actually know how to do a layup. So well, I'm going to give right, them some but credit. Still, but would you, <laughs> I mean, if you were going to show off your skills, would you want layup highlights? Well, it was better than the three man weave with the horribly fat guy also on the <laughs> basketball team. And it, it, it's the bet. Like it was me. It was me at basketball. Like, did you ever do the three man weave? You three, you have mm-hmm. to let you throw it to the guy all the way out on your left and then you run behind him and then he throws it to the guy on the, his right. Yeah. And you keep weaving like that. And if one person, me, is fat and slow, <laughs> it really breaks down. Like the other two people are weaving and they have to throw it like 20 feet back behind it. <laughs> and it's really awkward looking and you feel stupid and then you have to, it's the worst that they show that. That was, that was captured. So that was a little bit you. better than the layups. I mean, I've done a three man weave but it didn't involve basketball. Well, right. So. <laughs> so, yeah. So then in the middle of practice, everybody turns into light off camera and they're gone in case it didn't sink in for you in the car. They felt like they needed to revisit this. That no, 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 this happened to black people too. Some of them got to go to have, I don't know what we're establishing there. And then we, we turn to like in-universe TV. We're going to watch a show called Views. Just Views with Peter McCullum. They, I love how they they can't make up fake names for things in any of these. Movies. Right. They were like, what do we call a TV show? The View. No. <laughs> Let me finish. The Daily Show. No. <laughs> Just show every once in seven times. Show Michael go. Show Walter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. And, and oh, oh, yeah. Right. Like the, the experts that we get, their names are so bad that like. Most of them get underlined by spell check when you just write them out. They're like, that's not a fucking name, man. But we have the mandatory that we have the three dudes there. We've got the scientist, the Christian, and the astrophysics and alien research expert. Yeah, that, okay. Okay. First of all, they call him the president of APEF, the Astrophysics and Extraterrestrial Foundation, not what? how the acronym would go. Do uh, they think those are two words, it, astro and physics? They absolutely do. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the head of the B&B Society, the Biology and Bigfoot Society. Yes. We are Harvard educated <laughs> and we also are looking for Kane. But that yeah, would no, be more like I'm the I'm part of the B O B L society. Yeah, right. But yeah, nobody studies those two. Like I have a PhD in physics plus aliens. No, you don't. <laughs> nope. That's they don't have that. So we get the introduction, and also like okay, so throughout all of this, Davy is flipping channels, but apparently views are on all the odd number channels because he keeps coming back to it. But he flips away from, we get this PSA about how everybody has to be counted by the special census, you know. That's the bad guy in this movie is the yeah, census. census. Yeah. Sure that's, that's the antagonist. Which makes a lot of sense after a rapture, by the way. You do want a good head count right after a that rapture. That makes sense to, like, to right. me. 
We tried the big lining up thing, but some assholes kept saying different numbers than one. So we're just kind of... <laughs> But they're all like, am I being detained? No, we're just fucking counting. Them. Yeah, we're just like, <laughs> right. like millions of people disappear. Just so let us count you. <laughs> so he flips away from that back to views. And, and we get the scientist lady explaining what science thinks happened. It's that Gaia disappeared people because of the, the ecosystem. <laughs> fucking what and at this point she gets interrupted by the mandatory christian that's always in these scenes and he's like oh blah 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 it was a fucking wizard <laughs> wizard idiot yeah so and of course alien guy and that's what i love about this this like this movie admits that its audience is the kind of person that would be equally split between their religion science and ufos right because they feel like they've got to, well you know they could have just got teleported away like in star trek so they've got to knock that down too most right. fair and balanced tv show there is perfect yeah <laughs> yeah so they ask the christian guy they're like well okay if you think it's the bible how come you're still here and just once, I want the Christian to be like, oh, honestly, I was mid-kid fuck. Like, I was in, <laughs> and it just, then uh, my boner was there. Just like a towel rack, just hanging out. And, of course, through all of this, again, Davey is flipping channels, and he also is flipping to the news here and there, where it's like, people are dying and stuff is bad. We don't really know why, <laughs> but it's important for the sort of the whole theme of this <laughs> general badness. <laughs> And there's there's like military stuff going on in the background. The military extras are my favorite. One guy, he's supposed to be like the leader guy, I guess. He's supposed to be talking on his radio. But instead of moving his mouth like a fucking human being who's saying <laughs> words, he's just making crazy faces like he's having a weird moment in a mirror. Makes no he's going, What up, Obama, baby? Like it's so stupid. <laughs> they're all handling their guns like they're in an Ed Wood movie. They're doing like square dance moves with M16s. It's so ridiculous. And one guy's using it as a jackhammer and the other guy's bouncing on it. It's just a whole thing. <laughs> oh, so he switches back to views. Like, by the way, some of the news channels he's switching to seem to have three news cameras going at the same time or whatever <laughs> just to really emphasize how bad it is he switches back the, the the christian guy says science is validating the bible over and over again and quick before anyone can say can you give us an example davy turns off the tv <laughs> he's like yeah that's all the information i need uh, okay good <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next day davy and ashton are riding around some more this is where ashton Points out, he's like, I guess I'm one of the lucky ones. My family were all a bunch of heathens and shit, so we're fine. This is also where we learn that his wife is pregnant. Now, we're going to get an answer to this question, but I had this whole moment of conflict now where I was like, wait, don't Christians think fetuses are babies? So wouldn't the fetuses get raptured? Like, I was right. I was oh, really I, trying to puzzle that through. Absolutely. I like, I like fetuses don't count according to the movie at this point. And I feel like. David A.R. White had a personal meltdown trying to work this all out in his head. <laughs> right. I don't know if he wrote it, but the writers or him or whoever. Like, okay, does the rapture? Would that even, that would count as abortion? So God, <laughs> but oh. normally aborted fetuses go to heaven. So we're pro-abortion? I don't. I don't like brain questions in my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like they freaked out. I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> And just how how do you like genuine question? How do you think the rules work? Like, do 
Like, do used tampons become clean all of a sudden? Condoms just empty out. All my socks are straight. It's just a whole bunch of condoms and, and socks and used tampons floating up to heaven. Like, <laughs> oh, you'd hate to be that angel, right? You get your assignment. Someone's got to take like Barack Finally, Obama the or the Pope and... <laughs> You got to go down and gather 600 oh. jizz socks from underneath Teenage Heath's bed. I'm sock guy. You're new. You're new. You have to work Thanksgiving. You're sock guy. What? We're all created oh. simultaneously. Bullshit. I have pink eye. So, <laughs> all right. So they, they get the to a, another house to interview someone else who's had someone raptured. Um, I, I want to point out at this point in the film, most of the film has been the two of these two guys turning down beverages, right? From people who clearly fucked kids. From people <laughs> who clearly are like, well, this that was freebie. Rapture worked out. <laughs> um, and we have to establish right away that this is a crazy Christian person's house, right? It's got prayer hand paintings everywhere and scripture up on the wall. Like, you know, it's like a crazy lady's front yard yeah. in the house. Mm-hmm. But they were interviewing this lady who was, I guess, the live-in nurse for this elderly Christian couple. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that the old people dying was quite beautiful. Yeah. And there's this great moment where they're like, wait, you were the live-in nurse? Well, why are you still here? And and she says, she says, oh, they left me the house, which kind of makes it better. But I really wanted her to just be like, I mean, fucking free house, right? <laughs> what are they? They got poofed. <laughs> the house. This is where I live. I was all my shits here. It's not moving. <laughs> so she too has a flashback. Uh, she was in the middle of nursing, you know, had her stethoscope and everything. <laughs> she's taking the old lady's pulse. Yeah, I guess. But like she's strangling her wrist. Like she is not taking a pulse. She's got her. She's she's she might as well be describing wrist control to the old lady. <laughs> you feel that? You feel that? Total control. All right, I'll let you sleep. <laughs> She's doing the stethoscope and an anal thermometer at the same yes. time. I'm just going to double team this. Perfect. <laughs> Multitask. And then the old man comes in to see how she's doing, and that's when they get raptured off camera again. Right, but first they've got to be like, hey, you see that? Hey, oh, Fucking right, right, yeah. Angels. They, yeah, that's the, this is the first time we see that the people who are getting raptured actually see Jesus coming. I would love to see what they're seeing there that they universally look up and like, oh, <laughs> rapture. <laughs> it's ah. just Jesus in a ninja suit on the ceiling. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do this. Beard sticking out. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so uh, anyway, so and, and then as they're leaving, we get this amazing setup on the dialogue. Uh, the partner says to David A.R. White, he's like, it seems odd. People vanishing and nobody knows what happened to them. Like, you've been on this case for days. You're just noticing that it's odd? <laughs> Seems like we're not figuring out the physics of mass human vanishing. This would be a dumb movie if we were in a movie. So, yeah, okay, so now they, they, they look at the next person on there, go and ask them if they know what happened list, and wouldn't you know it, it's George's wife. Remember George, the partner that his him and his family all disappeared except for the wife? Anyway, they're going to go interview her now. But before we get to that, we've got to cut back to the ex-Jew. This is where, like, we we see them like starting their new secret church by 
cutting a padlock off of a building they don't own? Yes. <laughs> him and his now band of hobos <laughs> yes, are merry band of hobos breaking into a Christian center because like they're the new Christians. And that's <laughs> it. It took me until just now with the words coming out of my face to realize they're still supposed to be good guys who break into a Christian center after right. the rapture and just set up shop. That's what the good guys do. They're Jews for Jesus now, so they still have some leftover bad in them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the message is. Like, it might as well show, like, every person in Utah wearing blackface. Like, the, the message of the movie is, is not good. Uh, okay, so now we go back to Davy and Ashton. They're going to go see George's wife, but she's in a psych facility. And before we have we see her, we have Nurse Ratchet giving him the state of the right speech. You know, <laughs> she goes, you know, we had to set up a giant loony bin for all the people who saw their friends and family vanish. Um, your friend is locked inside what is a kindergarten classroom. You know, <laughs> to help. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> So they go in and, of course, she's staring to the right of the camera like crazy people do. Okay, why is everyone in a mental hospital always wearing the same thing? Like, is this a procedure? I want to know how this works. (laughs) Hi, welcome to the mental hospital for people who have mental illness. Checking in. Uh, yeah, I've been experiencing a lot of... It doesn't really matter. Here's your uh, checkered robe thing. Uh, you're going to want to put that over food-covered T-shirt and sweatpants. I'm actually yeah. perfectly capable of wearing okay. the Okay, come here. Just going to give you a little, little tussle. Uh, ow. Little okay, tussle. what are you doing to my hair? It's um, a mental hospital. Got to have messed up hair. Why do I have to? Holy shit. What, what was that? Oh, you know, just just crazy people noises. Are you going to check on the person who made those no, noises? Or? No, just... Crazy people noise. This happens all the time. I'm sure he's fine. I am. I feel like you should check. Okay. No, okay. So, it, but- so pill time is when the giant red bell goes off and here's your wheelchair. I can walk fine. No, it's not for, it's not for moving. It's for sitting in and mumbling. <laughs> See, like <laughs> that. Like him. Yep. I know. <laughs> Okay, that makes more sense. I like it. Exactly. Um, Okay, so we meet her, and and then she, too, has to have a flashback, right? This is where we have to meet George for the first time. Yeah, his name is George Harris, by the way. Again, they they were like, what's a fake name that nobody's heard of? George Harrison. Harris. No, just Harris. Harris. I said Harris. George Harris. (laughs) Son. Because he's black. That's what I would (laughs) Never mind that last thing. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is Denny from the Cosby Show. Yes, Remember it is. Denny? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, right. It's funny, like because sometimes it's like actors that you really recognize that you're like, oh, and then it. He's one of those actors that you're like, oh, good, he's still working. Yeah, sure, <laughs> he did and something I, else. I think we could all say this is the worst thing anyone who was in the Cosby Show ever did. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right. So now she was asleep on the couch. He came in from his overnight shift at like six in the morning. But they have to have like the two of them have to have one of those one piano note at a time conversations about how she should really join his church. 
<laughs> what a coincidence that they'd be talking about this the morning of the oh, rapture. It's so good. He's like, yeah, you should come to church with me. She's like, oh, well, I don't know. Let me think about it. There's plenty of time to get saved, right? And he's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Famous like, last rapture. words. <laughs> I want her to like turn away to grab a sip of her coffee and be like, you know what? Sorry, one second. Got a little something. Oh! I am. Re- oh, you're fucking <laughs> gone. I was literally just going to hire. What a because a few people are going to be giving a speech about the rapture exactly when it happens, if a rapture happens, and it's going to be the greatest <laughs> argument winner ever. Like, if I'm a Christian, I'm carrying around a mic at all times, and I'm just, like, waiting for the ultimate mic drop. Just, like, <laughs> always, like, every time I see a light, I'm just like, oh, make a point about the rapture drop. Oh, no, damn it. Okay. I'm going to be ready, though. I'm going to have that. And and then, of course, we see, now, this is the one group that we actually see getting raptured right right they don't do it off camera they turn to light right before our eyes and of course they see jesus coming and george realizes oh fuck uh wife isn't gonna come and he looks over at her at the last second like you fucked it up you fucked it up uh, <laughs> i want to see the ninja jesus like work now like he just jumps down and, like throws a smoke bomb and like awkwardly drags them out of the room and the mom's <laughs> like all right i see you I see right there. <laughs> Shush. Shush. This was way cooler before you all had chariots of fucking iron, Janet. <laughs> and this is where she goes, George warned me, and I just wrote, yeah, but just like putting your water glass too close to the edge of the table and the rapture, you didn't listen, did you, Anna? Anna? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're cutting, or we're just going to skip over her crying at the end of it, because that was pretty goddamn awful. It, like, Ooh. occasionally it was just yawning. It was, yeah, yeah. It was real bad. I went to Pornhub Pornhub (laughs) at this point for a little bit. Came back. By the way, I want to see the rapture happen a few other places. Like, they show us, like, stand, like, okay, here's a family, here's a husband and wife driving. But, like, what about, like, at the orphanage? Like, parents get one step out the door and the kid vanishes. Just like, motherfuck. All right. (laughs) You got to give me store credit. They go back (laughs) in, start arguing at the counter. Give me that kid. Give me the weird one. I mean, oh, he's some still some here. Shitty so ones in here, huh? Yeah, you still have some Hindus. So child soldiers, right? <laughs> no, we won't be taking anyone today. <laughs> They're still here. That is not what we want to take on. <laughs> So, okay, so they're leaving the interview in the psych ward, and the guy's like, uh, the Ashton is like, well, that rapture thing is a good theory, but I know it's wrong. And I'm like, well, then it's not a good theory then. Also, (laughs) he really buries the lead on that. He's like, oh, yeah, I used to go to church all the time. It's this whole thing where Jesus comes, yada, yada, yada. You want to come over for dinner tonight? She's making fettuccine. I know you (laughs) like the fettuccine. (laughs) Eyeball monsters, too. But don't worry about it, yeah, well, and of course, Davy has to be that caricature of what they think that non-Christians are, who's like, Raptor? What is this thing that you're talking about here? So he has to give it, go into at least some amount of detail as to what the rapture is. But just then, Ashton gets a call that his wife's in the hospital. So they go to the hospital. The, the doctor stops him. He's about to go in, and he's like, I want to warn you. You can't go in there yet. Her unborn baby was raptured away to death. But... The way the doctor says it is so weird. He's like, your wife's fine. Your baby didn't make it. He's a boy. W- was a, a boy. <laughs> is Dead baby a- boy. Sorry. Duh, yeah, yeah right. She's like, weird. Morgan, can I come in again? <laughs> <laughs> still, still a baby boy, but it's a uh, heaven. It's, 
No. Dead one. God, Who, dead. R- raise your hand if you have a son. Not so fast. There we go. I did <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So, it's my first day. I'm having a weird first day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Janitor go. keeps fucking with me. <laughs> Rapture. He goes to see his wife. Um, she's super sorry about accidentally killing his pre-kid. She seems overly apologetic about this. Uh, yeah. I thought she was going to be like, honestly, I just wanted to see if the hanger would fit. I didn't really want to <laughs> do any. I just thought it'd be a fun thing. You'd come home and I'd be like, is this your shirt? And you'd be like, ah. <laughs> and I felt it hook on something. And I thought, good. This is I don't want to get into it. Oh, God. The whole conversation has the weirdest tone, though. First, Ashton's like mildly perturbed about yeah. his baby being disappeared, his fetus. And, and then the wife is like weirdly apologetic. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I lost the baby. And he's like, you're forgiven this time. <laughs> yes. You she's get like, one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm um, barren. You can hit me if you want. He's like, hmm. Nah, but thank you for saying. Yeah, rain no, obviously. Rain check. Obviously, I can. It says so in the book. <laughs> I wanted him to lean down and be like, hey, so I invited someone over for dinner tonight. Is that something I should cancel? Or? <laughs> yeah, I have one box of fettuccine. You did say you were going to make chicken fettuccine. So. Yeah. I'm still hungry. Like, still eat. <laughs> oh, Also, I want to talk about this wife's physical appearance. She looks like God was going for fuckable cabbage patch doll right it's a very weird and nailing like, it yes. more fuckable cabbage patch doll it's a very weird combination of baby and human <laughs> so okay so meanwhile davy's checking out george's house in a thunderstorm for no goddamn reason but we, we see on the way out like his house is in foreclosure so apparently like they have a like a a, a 10 second rule on houses here Right, he's been raptured for a few days, so his house is in foreclosure. Oh, and when he was walking around the house, I was just like, "Please find Jesus stealing jewelry. Please find Jesus stealing jewelry." <laughs> <laughs> he's, I figured this would be the best time. Um. So okay, so he goes in, and now he has a flashback to him having dinner with George and his family. Right, uh, which is fettuccine again. Yeah. So. Just to be clear, David Ayer White has done nothing to characterize himself in this movie. So the only characterization we will ever get of David Ayer White's character is that he fucking loves fettuccine. Yeah, right. Oh, he he was psyched about this when he wrote it. He's like, oh, I'm going to call back forward back to my character right? in this fet- flashback. It's a genius. Yeah, it really ties it all together. So and also because David Ayer White loves to do dishes with black men. There's a like how many times have we seen him in this exact scene where he's doing dishes with his ethnic minority friend talking about Jesus? I I wonder if David is always trying to turn that into like a car wash situation. He's just always <laughs> like, oh, soapy water all over us. Just, just do the scene. Man. <laughs> just do the scene. Splash fight? No, no. <laughs> Every time I oh, always so, say no. I got so it right on your nipples again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's on your crotch. Let me get it. Let me get it. <laughs> so they uh, they wash some dishes and they talk some Jesus. And the conversation they have is so painful, right? Like David A. R. White's like, well, yeah, but I mean, Buddha said some good stuff and Muhammad said some good stuff. First of all, Muhammad did not 
say Muhammad did not say good stuff. <laughs> we read the stuff that Muhammad said. Let's be super clear about <laughs> this. Muhammad one. about the same about the same message about Jewish people as this movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and and then George goes like, "Yeah, sure. There's some truth in Islam and Buddhism. That's what makes them so dangerous." <laughs> now. I'm sorry, none of the other religions, at least as far as I know, make movies about how wrong the other guys are, right? Baal Ganesh didn't stop in the middle of it, look right at the camera and say, I'm Christians are a bunch of fucks, right? Am I right? <laughs> and by the way, does it not get weirdly racist for a second when Denny starts talking about the Bible? He picks up like nine different old-timey black stereotypes all at once to explain it. He's doing soft shoe. He's talking about <laughs> Jesus who saved the world. Lordy Lord. I smell different. It's really bad. God. Yeah, he's quite giddy about it all. And then just as you're thinking, like, wow, this has become very stereotypical, his wife comes in and says, who wants to watch some basketball? Because I'm black. Get it? I have watermelon. <laughs> yeah. David A.R. White clearly was about to say something there, by the way, and they definitely had to cut. They were just like, That's whatever you were about to say. I like two seconds later, he was like, hey, let me ask you something. When, like, can I say the N word? Because we're, we're like, hey, we're friends. We're right, with, we did we do that, dishes. We did that. I can, I can say the N word, right? Right. <laughs> what if I'm really mad at a black guy? And I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not mad. at. I'm not racist. I just want to hurt his feelings like, by saying so, it. I'm at like an eight angry. So then, okay, so that flashback wraps up quick before he says the N-word. Um, and then we get an ad for the soundtrack. The The lyrics here are basically like, when your friend got raptured and you're investigating his house. <laughs> I, I just have music note. This is actually half a step too high for me. Oh, we're recording? I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> Jeez! Jeez! Oh, wow. I would really just, just down a third and I would really nail this song. This is where Davey's going to buckle down and do some Bible reading. Oh, it's the best. It's a sad music montage in the rain while reading a Bible that he got from somebody else. Who is an 80s sitcom actor? It's like and the entire bingo board. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the entire board. Like, he might as well walk over to a bed, lay down, snap back up, and be like, fuck you, no illusions. His mom walks in, grabs a leg cancer, and just dies of leg cancer right there. Also, is it weird... Or is this montage a little more sensual than the other ones, right? Like he's rolling up his sleeves and getting He literally comfy. rolls up his sleeves. And he has trouble. He almost yes. hurts himself. Oh, yeah. like, like I thought a basketball was going to just fly in and hit him in the face too. Like he's, <laughs> he has a lot of trouble. I thought he was going to start jerking off. And if he had, I'd have, I wanted the camera to like jerk away. Sorry, sorry. We thought he was going to study the Bible, but he, he sat down, lit a candle. Our pictures of my daughter. No, but instead, Still rolling? Of, okay. Let's instead do this. of the porn that was hidden in the Bible, no, he actually reads the Bible by candlelight, starts it towards the end, you know, like they do in, in movies when you start reading a book. Why is Solomon stuck together? Always- <laughs> All right, and then we have to we have to head over to um, Ashton and, and Miscarriage Wife in their sad dead baby room. I, I love this because this scene serves no fucking purpose whatsoever except for the wife to say, oh, my sister was right this whole time. Amazing how much of these movies have to be like people going, man, was my annoying Christian relative correct when I, when, when I argued with them? 
so much. And she's just like throwing all the baby stuff into a giant pyre in the corner of the room. <laughs> yeah. You thought that was a joke when you wrote it. I did. <laughs> I did. The dumbest fight. No, it's definitely the rapture, honey. I, it's not the rapture. Like, I wish she wouldn't raise her voice. Maybe. <laughs> God, I'm not yelling. I'm trying. You're interrupting and I'm trying to get through my point. <laughs> we still have a baby if your tone was nicer. Oh, God. And this conversation ends with him being like, it's not a rapture. We're good people. And and then he goes out to the garage and I wanted it to be full of dead kids so that he was just like, okay, maybe we're not good. Maybe it's a rapture. <laughs> well, okay, look, but the music and the cinematography expects this to be a garage full of dead kids, right? Instead, he's got a little wooden rocking horse out there, but they are trying to make that seem ominous and sinister like he kidnapped that rocking horse. Oh. <laughs> Also, let's be very clear about what happened behind the scenes here. This actor was supposed to break this wooden rocking horse, was unable to. <laughs> and so they changed it to you light it on fire because he takes like the seat and he's like, eh, eh. there's a lot of it's actually glued pretty tight. <laughs> he's like that proud boy trying to tear the gay rights poster. Yeah, just, right. <laughs> <laughs> And it's pinning me. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> right. So no, so instead he takes it outside into his yard and just sets it on fire in the yard. With with the gasoline that they keep in a bleach container? <laughs> what? Which is not a good system. <laughs> no. Where's the bleach then? Well, it's in the milk carton. <laughs> we put that in the milk. Tough. What are you talking? We talked about this. And then he conjures a fireball out of nowhere. Yeah, right. And just blows it up. Right. I just wrote in my notes, to be fair, he burns that rocking horse whenever he's upset. It's kind of his thing. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, so elsewhere, by the way, that's the whole point of that scene. Just somebody had to burn a rocking horse before it was over. Elsewhere, dejected homeless Christians are singing hymns, doing communion. They're super oh, happy. This scene is amazing. Everyone who ever appeared on To Catch a Predator is doing a sing-along, <laughs> including the little bait girl. So it's it looks like it's a cast party yeah. for the first six seasons of To Catch a Predator. Like, they got together after that dentist shot himself in the head, had a nice, like, marshmallow roast, bait girl, and all the pedophiles. <laughs> all right. So now we're popping ahead to four months later. Quite suddenly... Uh, and George's wife is finally being released from that psych ward. Apparently, the woman uh, who runs the thing, the nurse ratchet from before, her uniform has become way more sinister. Oh, she has, she has every evil thing at once now. Like, yeah. she's all black wearing. She's got shoulder, shoulder pads yep. angling up at a 45. <laughs> right. ceiling, horns pulled back into a tight <laughs> ponytail. It's like Mick Jagger. Yeah. <laughs> And basically, their thing is, she's like, okay, so you've been here for four months. Uh, according to these medical records I have right here that you can't see, it's time for you to uh, <laughs> suck it up buttercup. Yeah. So you, get, you get four months for a dead family. So there you go. Yeah, get, get out. It's just nice to know she has the same health insurance as we do, right? So it's like, <laughs> Sorry, four months. Yeah, you're done now. <laughs> Um, oh, and also, of course, they say you, you're free to go, but you have to report to your local census station because the devil. And I'm like, you couldn't just count them there. <laughs> you, you couldn't have somebody go because you had them all locked up. And again, but no, this is supposed to be so dramatic, right? 
It's like report to the census. It's mandatory. And it's the long form. No! I wanted the woman to. No! <laughs> I just want to ask what time I leave for work and shit, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> My name in capital letters? Oh, oh got me. <laughs> What is my social security number? Why do I never remember it? So, all right. And now, I mean, it's been four months since the rapture, so it's about time for a presidential address on this topic, isn't it? And I, I always <laughs> like to play the game, what race is the president, when we watch these movies, right? So we get a white guy president here, but it's always fun to see what they do with the president. It's always yeah. a white guy. Oh, it's Bill Clinton. I mean, this is 1999, yeah. and they hated Bill Clinton because he was not religious enough. He was Democrat. So it was just like, I'm Schmill Clinton. Yeah. On my wife. <laughs> right. Got blown by a Jewish lady. Didn't get raptured. Here I go. Yeah, no, if it was 2003, it would have been the vice president addressing us for sure. Yeah. So the president's there to tell him that they, since since it's the rapture or since people have disappeared and we have no fucking idea what happened to them, we need to change all our money into global credits. You see how that stems from the, how the one thing leads yeah. to the... Why do they always do this? <laughs> it's always a one world government in like a day. The next day, yeah. one guy owns the entire world and it's like... Millions of people disappeared. Naturally, we are all the Soviet Union now. Right. And what? all the dollars are Bitcoin. Everybody should <laughs> calm down. This will be perfect. <laughs> what? It, I don't know what happened. Like, it gets out. People walk out of his office. He's alone for a minute. And he's like, switch to euros. I'm sorry. I just, no one came in for a minute. And I was just <laughs> <laughs> freaked out. All right. Yeah. We, we, and, and the president <laughs> might as well at a certain point in this talk go like, I, I realize we're fast forwarding through a ton of shit here. Stay with me. Way more Satan y government here. Uh, chip in your hand. Oh, God, Jesus. What else? What else? Hor horse, scorpion, horse, scorpion, locusts? Are we really going to? No, we're not. We don't have the budget. No, those are moving that. Let me so. explain the blockchain very slowly. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, yeah, we get the president. He tells us we're going to have way more Satan y government. And. We we see a bunch of the various characters from the movie listening to or watching that, and we end with the secret underground Christians who are now in a goddamn barn. <laughs> a barn! Okay, I don't want to be this guy, but we haven't addressed it. It's been 19 movies. Why do people go Christian after the rapture? Is there a do-over? <laughs> At some point later, do you they get a, a you get a second? Isn't there a second one? Like you, yeah, you yeah, can you repent gotta, in time for like the big thing at the end when Jesus comes back. Yeah, right. Well, actually, no. It's it's completely abiblical. But yes, that's the um, that's the way they see it. Is that the, if you can stay Christian through the tribulation, you can still go to heaven. But that's yeah. not in the book, right? That's just like no, well, pretty no, much none, none of, of it's in the book. book. Yeah, no, okay, they, that's the, the snow cone after the baseball game. No, where yeah, I they, they myself. Okay. really stretched it even to get a rapture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, another question. Yeah, you mentioned it. They're in a barn, like all full of hay. Why not an actual house or houses? Just right, again, so there's like <laughs> houses everywhere that are empty. Like I wanted to see them argue about this. Just like, dude, why are we all? There's like forty of us. Why are we cramming into this one? barn there's empty house Cuddles, we're doing the barn thing it's like Cuddles. like the manger i'm trying to do it <laughs> you guys actually, not like it here you know i actually wrote right in my notes here if this jew cuddles up in a manger tonight i'll be zero percent surprised <laughs> <laughs> tuck me in tuck me in <laughs> use your ponytail i love the moment too where like the the little girl's like uh are we gonna be okay and he's like yeah god's gonna be with us and i want her to be like isn't he the one who created this whole fucked up situation to begin with, though? I mean, 
Well, I love that he doesn't say yes because she's like, are we going to be okay? And he's like, you know, uh, there are red and blue fish. One fish. <laughs> fish. Okay, goodbye. I'm going to go get us a black lady because it feels racist in this barn. <laughs> right. He tells everybody, he's like, hey, stock up on supplies. You know, non-specific, just... You know, why would there be a giant rush for supplies if people it disappear? It's sense. not a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> it's just like Christian people leave. It's a good thing. It's There's yeah. more resources. It's the opposite. Post There's that. so much extra freeze dried food now. I know. <laughs> right. All right. So, OK, Davy and Ashton, we cut back to them. They've got to go see the boss. Apparently, after four months, they're going to take them off of the what happened to those raptured people case. <laughs> David A.R. White's mad about it. He's like, what the fuck? Why would we stop looking for the warlock who vanished, everyone? That's we're the <laughs> FBI. What are we doing if we're not doing that as the what FBI? The fuck have they been doing for the last four months? Yeah. yeah. And this movie feels so rushed because he goes, yeah, uh, we're giving up. We're we're not doing that anymore. Uh, also, apropos of nothing, this seems like a weird <laughs> transition. Find this Christian guy and kill him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, that seems weird, right? That feels <laughs> connected. Hard right. Uh, Hard right. Radical Christian terrorist is starting up an army out of a barn. You need to get him. Yeah. That's the new plot. Yeah, exactly. Um, And of course, as as they're going to leave, the boss pulls Davy back in and says, hey, man, what's what's this shit with you not getting your devil chip implanted yet? Huh? Go get your devil chip. Okay. Can we just take a moment to discuss how dead Heath would be in the rapture. Just like, you need to get your chip done. Ah, Wednesday's not good. I want to, I don't like, I don't like wrist chips. I'd get the chip. I like chips. <laughs> oh, you'd get the chip. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I would totally get the chip. Hell yeah. That would be so I'd much get it easier. In my head. I'd be the guy who got like, it in my head. You, if, I did, if, if, if they just said, hey, look, you know, you're going to be Mark of the Devil and the rapture's real and Christian apocalypse, but you won't have to put your fucking credit card in there and wait for it to be in the chip thing that they have. You just be able to you, you just be able to hold. Your, yeah, I would do it. I would do it just to get rid of that. But knowing you, your chip would malfunction and they'd always be like, I need your code, sir. And you'd be like, it's 150 digits. And they'd be like, sir, you're raising your voice. You'd be like, fuck. And I'm over there just pressing my forehead on the scanner. <laughs> Head on the scanner. <laughs> Why would they even give me the forehead option? You guys look so dumb. <laughs> no, get come on, get chip. your payment. Go on, get so, it right here. Go on, reach over your little counter. So, give me one of those giant receipts. Yeah, and I kissed you. <laughs> All right, so now we cut to George's wife chilling in the park, and the secret. Jew Christian is behind her throwing rocks in the pond in some of the most awkward blocking I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and also she officially rejects the census at this point, which which is shown to us. She just she, oh, she tears up one piece of paper that just says like census. Yeah. Uh -huh. And she's like, fuck the census and like puts it in her pocket. Yeah. Or not. And yeah, and right after she does that, the uh, the secret Jew comes up behind her like like he's going to strangle her. Oh, I wrote he's going to hit on her. How refreshing. Yeah, right. Well, it's creepy as fuck what he does. He's like, hello, Catherine. I have a message for you. And she's like, hey, what? Do I know you? And he's just like, well, Jesus loves you. It's so creepy. Like, I wanted him to get maced. 
Right. He's going to be like, ow, stop, Jesus. I was going to say, Jesus oh. loves you. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> this keeps happening. Mm. I love to. Why is nobody impressed when I know their name? <laughs> Another another great moment of like they build it up like he's gonna drop some pearls of wisdom on her and all he says is Jesus loves you and then he leaves the uh, the, the dot 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 open and they're like ooh ooh there's more and he's like everything's gonna be all right <laughs> really really Bob Marley lyrics that's yeah, what you like, had for me okay I wanted him to be like why don't we go back to my place huh <laughs> I'm actually pretty close with Jesus like I'm not saying I could probably arrange a meetup but like. I don't know. Maybe we hang out and we're at a party <laughs> like together and Jesus is there. I don't know. Crazy. Am I being crazy right now? I feel so crazy. Right now. Uh. All right. So we cut back to. <laughs> All right. So we cut back to FBI headquarters where they're digging for more stuff on Jacob, the Jesus Jew. Oh my God. This is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> David Ayer White comes in the room and he's like, what'd you find out? He's looking up on an FBI computer, right? Guy goes, uh, I got a phone number, five-year-old address, and he's a Jew. And he's a Jew. Gross. <laughs> I would like to see that report. I want to see that screen. I want to turn around the screen. It's just like 22 Maplethorpe Avenue, 555-6644. Jew. 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 <laughs> Is it Jew, yes or no? Or is it just religion, <laughs> Jew in capital letters? But he's not just a Jew. He's a rabbi. Um, that's important. Um, so, all right. And uh, this is also where we learn that Davy isn't buying this. He's a terrorist bullshit. Why would a religious person be a terrorist? <laughs> cough, Israel, cough. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no shit. Cough, Palestine, cough. Um, and then he, it, they also learned that at one point he took over a Christian homeless shelter. So they decided to go check that out. That's the next scene. Now, here's how great that they are at, at FBIing. They walk into this building, shine their flashlights around, don't move anything and say, yeah, there's nothing here. Yep. What, what were they hoping to find? <laughs> like evil Jewish clues? Yeah, like yeah. a line of dreidel. All I found was a blueprint in the Twin Towers and some thermite. I don't know. Let's get, <laughs> no, let's get the fuck There's out of here. Hand-drawn map that says, here's our super secret hideout. <laughs> now, to be fair, I wrote that as a joke later in the movie. <laughs> That's, they will come back. And right. Yes, indeed. I should stop making jokes. <laughs> right? You're giving them too many ideas. Too much reality. So, and this is also where, where David A.R. White starts to, to, you know, like he's having second thoughts. Is, is the FBI really what he thought it was or are they just persecuting Christians now? He's ready to quit. And his, his partner says, well, if you quit, you'll never know the truth. And he's like, well, why would I? How does me quitting and knowing the truth? How is that even related? But apparently he's convinced by that. Yeah. Maybe we'll solve the rapture as like a team building exercise later this year. I don't know, man. But <laughs> All right, so now we cut to a church. This is where the Christian theologian dude from Views is, and, and David Ayer White's going to come uh, talk to him. They're, they're going to meet in a gigantic fucking church that's apparently still there four months later, even though Christianity is illegal. Oh, and there's this amazing <laughs> moment. So Dr. Wilkins is his name, and he's standing there at the pulpit just sort of looking sad, and then David Ayer White who is a foot in front of him is like Dr. Wilkins. And he's like, who's there? And I'm like, dude, he walked 
through the back of the church. It's 40 <laughs> feet of blank space. How did you miss him? <laughs> yeah, so David A.R. White's got some questions about this whole rapture thing. Um, he like The guy's like, how can I help you? He's like, I read some, some pretty weird stuff in your book, and I so wanted it to be about like slave beating or how many legs there are in a grasshopper or something. You know, the guy's like, oh, yeah, that part. The dirty oh. water that makes the fetus drop out. Yeah, right. that's a weird part. Sorry. But no, it's about the rapture so that, you know, this fits in with the film, I guess. Yeah, the whole thing is like this guy being like, hey, look, the Bible says in it exactly what happened in this rapture. And David Arrow White's still kind of skeptical at this point. So he's like, no, that's that sounds stupid. I feel like you're you're stretching it. And he's like, well, the Bible says you were going to say that. Non-believers can't see it. <laughs> he takes a sealed envelope out of the Bible. It says like, you will say that sounds stupid. Like, it's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the number you will guess will only be two off from the. <laughs> yeah, no. It, and then it, this is where he's like, uh, you know, David Arrow's like, oh, well, that's an interesting theory. He goes, it's not a theory. It's the truth. Like, those aren't mutually exclusive, dude. You guys make that mistake a lot. I just want to sure say do. you make it a lot. Also, he reads a passage where things that haven't happened happen. He's like, the dead will rise. The sun will turn blue. I'll wear a hat and people will disappear. And he's like, you're not wearing a hat even, man. <laughs> Put on a hat to believe this part. Well, yeah, they haven't read multiple verses because the fact that this book occasionally agrees with itself is damn convincing to Christians for some reason. Well, and not just that. Your movie, so you can just read the parts where your movie happens. Like, have a right. dead guy walk around in a circle if you're... It's your book. You get to make whatever parts of it you want come true. It's all yours. It's your canon. You're like, J.K. Rowling just fucking up the Harry Potter universe with Cursed Child. It's all yours. You can do whatever you want. All right, so then Davey's like, all right, let's get down to brass tacks, man. What happens in Act 3? Right. And and this is where the, the priest gives his list of what the tribulation is. And this is the wackiest goddamn list ever. Right. It, the, I, I had to go back and write this down. Exactly. You get mass apostasy. Good. One world government. Good. Okay. Treaties with Israel. Check, check, check. <laughs> yeah. Really, Iran could use one of those right now. Um, Increase in persecution of. Oh, OK. Of new believers. This is all good. This is yeah, amazing. Right? Well, who doesn't want this? Uh, OK, wait. Then economic boom. Great. Huh? Then collapse. Okay. Seems like 2001. we just. Well, I was going to say, it just seems like we end up where we are now then. <laughs> uh, and then finally, the wrath of God poured out on the ungodly. I like, you could just skip ahead to that. None of the rest of that matters, does go straight it? Straight to the bad thing at the end. Also, the <laughs> Patriots. Patriots will go six and two at the beginning of the season. But then they'll just, <laughs> let me tell you. So, okay. And, and. Then Davey's like, hey, we're looking for a Jew. Do you know anything about those? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, he could be one of the 144,000 virgin lamb followers in the Bible. And Davey's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I get it. I yeah, get and, it. Uh, this is the first we've heard that the magic Jews will be, first of all, that there's 144,000 of them, but that they're virgins. Yeah, right. Like the the like basically the fact that their dicks haven't been wet is vital to this plan. I love the idea that God's going to eventually just have to settle for like 11 year olds to do this. He's like, man, everybody's <laughs> fucking now. They're all straight fucking. <laughs> all right. Well, based on the way this movie's unfolded up till now, I, I think the fact that this really is the rapture is supposed to be like the turn. So fuck it. Let's take a break. But first, I got to give act three the hard sell. 
will something happen? Will there at least be the suggestion that something might eventually happen? In the absence of that, will there at least be blissful and calming silence? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the preparatory conclusion of The Moment After. Hey, uh, are you Jacob Krause? It depends. Who's asking? Um, well, I'm from the FBI, and I'm looking for a leader, one of the former 144,000 who's going to guide us into the new world to Christ. Well, that is my mission. Okay. Well, a former Jew? I am a former Jew. And a virgin. Oh, uh, sorry, did you say Jacob Krauss? I did, yep. No, I am Bacob Krauss. Your, your name's Bacob Krauss? Yep. First yeah. name Bacob? Yep, also, just mm-hmm. side thing, not a virgin, just like little thing. So probably not me. Uh, okay. I don't know who you're. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, he's supposed to save the souls of man. It's like a big thing. Uh, I know he is. That sounds so important. I, yep. just, <laughs> I wish I was this guy, but I just can't stop sexing with ladies. So, not me. S- sexing with ladies? Yeah. Crazy. I, I've had sex with a lot of women. What can I say? Really? Uh, how, how many women? Four. That's not, not a big number. Nope. Million, million. No, uh, too big. You went Damn way it. past the normal. Uh, Jacob. Jacob is my name. No, no, uh, Jacob. It's it's clearly Jacob. I'm going to need you to come help me lead the Christians. It's, it's clearly you. Fine. Will you tell me what vaginas are like? Okay, I'll tell you. Awesome, I'm in. Okay, so imagine a sick old monkey lying on its side. Got it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our hero, he wasn't sure if he was working for the FBI or Satan. And we're going to pick up the action with him showing up for work and then immediately being hustled into a different scene. Like like the, the other guy walks up and says, no, not this scene. We're in the next scene. You and I yeah. are. Hey, sorry, man. This uh, movie's poorly written. We have literally no way to introduce this except for <laughs> me to tell you where we're going. Come on. <laughs> right. Okay. So they've got a lead on Jacob. They're going to head out to the barn where he was, um, where they have a smattering of the few uh, military vehicles they could afford to rent there. (laughs) They might as well have painted a Honda green. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the military's there rounding up the Christians. Um, The army won't let the FBI in. This is a restricted area, of course. (laughs) So stupid. They show up, the FBI, and the army guy's like, hi, welcome to Jade Helm 99. They're like, are you starting <laughs> a Christian internment camp? No. 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 We're doing Says, different. next stop, internment camp on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's internist camp. It's for people. That's, doctors. Nope. <laughs> I'm a bad speller. I've <laughs> so anorexic. Yeah. <laughs> So now they, they've got to go see the boss, right? Because the, the the guy won't let him in. They're like, I want to see your your uh, commanding officer. So this is where we introduce Lieutenant Fredericks. Because, hey, we're two-thirds of the way into the movie. Great time to introduce the main bad guy. Uh, Lieutenant Fredericks looks like if Val Kilmer just kicked his gay son out of the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the guy is jurisdiction argument personified, right? <laughs> Um, and this this actor, by the way, he's a stuntman, and he's apparently quite a stuntman. He's in everything. 
If you look at IMDb, he's in like every goddamn movie. But we learn here why he's a stuntman and not an actor. Absolutely. Because I, I looked at this guy's thing and I was like, all right, we got like a real guy. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, okay. This guy has walked into every casting agent's office and been like, you stay out of my house. And they've been like, okay, I've got you jumping through fire on Wednesday. <laughs> Do I talk? No. no. Sorry. <laughs> Still no talking. There's just not a lot of talking roles in Hollywood anymore. Shape of water, though. Right? That fish said nothing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so he kicks him out. He does his best, you know, heavy breathing, chest pushing out stuff. Um, but basically tells him, go fuck yourself. So they go to leave. And just then, Davy sees, okay, so they drive off with a truck full of Christians. And then they pull up another truck and just put George's wife in there. <laughs> okay. Is this a black thing? Because it I felt feel like, like a, it's black a black thing. thing. They were loading all white. <laughs> we have separate but equal <laughs> trucks here. Yeah. It's a little bit smaller and lower on its axle. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, but Davey's going to rescue her. What? Okay, so Davey's going to rescue her. He tells Ashton, hey, man, you know, cover me. I'm going to sneak in here and rescue this wanted fugitive because I feel like it. <laughs> and Ashton's like, that's not what cover me means. And he's like, yeah, you got it. 10-4. <laughs> nope, just <laughs> using words. Right, but, but then Ashton figures out, I guess, cover me means like, get this guard out of the way. Mm -hmm. So he tricks the like cartoon animal guard <laughs> with, with car trouble of his own. He's like, Hey henchman, what's the square root of car engine? And the guy's <laughs> like, hold on, let me walk over and check it out. <laughs> I am entirely just, it's like he's talking to a waiter. It's just like, Hey man, what are you up to? Well, thank you for asking. Yeah, <laughs> sit down at our table. We're friends here. You're not the server. <laughs> Yeah, it's it like it's apparently remarkably easy to talk soldiers into leaving their post. You really just have to ask. Hey, uh, can you not guard her? You want to go out? You want to go for a walk? <laughs> <laughs> hey, excuse me, sir. What would you say would most distract you over to my position? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I have to come over there. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, so he distracts him. Davy gets the uh, the lady back, and they drive off. Lieutenant Heavy Breathing finds out he is not impressed, right? They're like, hey, do you want us to, uh, to you know, stop him? He's like, no, not later. Like, next, give him a scene or him two. Got to let them exposit for a little while. Exactly. We'll, we'll show up. Trust me. Also, Black Lady, as they're driving away, goes, are you going to get in trouble for this? And I wanted David to be like, no, they love it when you steal prisoners. It's like a panty raid. It's yeah. They did one of ours last week. I also love at the end as they're, uh, you know, as they're about to close the scene down, the lieutenant heavy breathing turns to him and he's like, also burn the barn down, you know, just spite. Fuck them. Barn. There's a lot of starting fires for spite in this movie. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> All right. So they they have their their rescued fugitive. And what do you do when you have a rescued fugitive? You stop at the nearest diner and get some coffee. Obviously. <laughs> Jesus. They have this ridiculous conversation where it's like, why were you there? She's like, because I'm Christian now. And he's like, well, why would you do a dumb thing like that? And she's like, oh, G Jesus and stuff. Us yeah. atheists and Jews sure did learn their lesson the other day. <laughs> am I right? We were so stupid. Man, annoying relatives are correct and I was wrong. 
Yeah, and of course they have to have the conversation where he's like, okay, wait a minute, but if the Christians are the good guys and, and God is on your side, why do you guys seem to be losing so <laughs> yeah. bad? She says literally exact words, I finally realized that God's in control. And they're like, well, why are your, your friends are at Gitmo right now? Are you sure? Yeah, right. right. She's like, oh, that's because... Fuck you. Cut? Are we doing... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, just a question. What would a world where God is not in control look like? Oh, this. Oh. <laughs> Shit. I've been living in the woods. <laughs> uh, I could have a hand chip or a forehead chip. <laughs> All right, so, but just then, we've gotten enough exposition, apparently, because just then the army guys show up, and... I love, okay, the, the men all come in with their machine guns, stand in a perfect circle around <laughs> David A.R. White and his partners. Like, Jesus, I hope no one shoots. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where we get uh, Heath's best worst. This is where the oh, two of them have to draw their they, guns. They quick draw and, like, they, he might as well grab and open a big umbrella that just, like, pokes him. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I want to know what that shooting day was like. Well, 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 if it isn't Agents Riley and Baker, I believe you have our suspect. Not so fast. A cut. David, uh, we're going to need that a little faster. Yeah, sorry. No problem. Okay, here we go. Sure. Okay. Okay. Ready? And action. Well, 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 if it isn't Agents Riley and Baker, I believe you have our suspect. Not so fast. Sorry. Sorry, Gagriel. <laughs> Ray. Sorry. Right. Yeah, no. Uh, still rolling. Just keep going. Well, well, well. Not so... F oh! So sorry. Uh, you shot me! Cut. Cut. Why is really? they, Why was your gun loaded? It was motivation for Damn my it. act. All right. Just let's take lunch. It's a slippery gun. You're the worst. Can I have one of those things for jars? No. <laughs> yep, something like yep. that, I would say. Um, so, yeah. So it, many takes, and this is the best they got. It's awesome. So, yeah, so eventually, like, and also, like, when he draws his gun, like, there are already 11 people with machine guns on him. Why does no one do anything? Right? Right. It seems like you would shoot him to death. Yep. Anyway, that's the whole point of holding someone at gunpoint. Right. Is that if they reach for their guns, you'll shoot them first. Yeah, exactly. Well, not if you're a quick draw like David A.R. White is. <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't three cuts by the end of it. Anyway, so and then George's wife, you know, she does the whole like pulling their guns down and giving herself up thing. Oh, and it's so good because the actress is in a weird position. So she like really gets the first guy's gun. But then she's sort of like, excuse me. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> yes. Your gun too. Okay. <laughs> I I know I don't have leverage, so you're gonna have to just move your hand down, but you get what I'm doing, right? <laughs> so they so they they pull her they take her out of there in handcuffs. She sings as they're taken away, because Christianity is just actively disguising mental illness at this point, right? That's what they're trying for now. And they have this uh, another great like they thought they were going to come up with something profound to say at the end of this sentence bit, you know, where uh, David A.R. White's given the lieutenant the whole. So who are you conversation? And the guys and then he's like, you want to know who I am? 
I'm the, I'm the I'm the bad guy, man. I've got the ominous yeah. thumb thumb music behind me. Yeah. It's obvious. It's clear who I am, man. That's, is that scary? Uh, I'm <laughs> Mister. I'm Mister. Fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. So, I eat pieces of shit Lennon Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, okay, that night they're driving. They come across yet another military checkpoint. I, and I, again, they have offered no reason why we've switched to satanic government. What And what are all the checkpoints for? Is it like a census-taking scheme? Like, <laughs> they just cut over the Antichrist in his office, just like swirling brandy, looking at a big tally sheet, like <laughs> laughing, sinner. now we wait. Yeah, right. Counting? All right, and apparently this is David's uh, David A.R. White's second warning for not having his Mark of the Beast yet. If he gets three, then they'll do bad stuff. What? Yeah, the Antichrist gives you three warnings? Yeah. Like, why two, would... Two why and a half. Have, so, okay, we're taking over <laughs> the country with a military coup. How many warnings should we give the rebellious <laughs> cops trying to foil our plan? Okay, I was thinking three. Three? Same. Right. Three. No, three. Like, okay. yep, like baseball. Good we are in yep. sync. Yep. Baseballs. Three. Three <laughs> warnings. So they get through the checkpoint, and then they have this amazing moment where Davey's like, wait, how did they know we were at that diner? And I'm like, well, okay, A, you took a fugitive to a diner. Maybe somebody called the cops. Uh, also, you work for the FBI and you're in one of their cars. Also, you're both carrying cell phones. Also, you just stopped at the first diner. They saw your fucking car. They could have just been driving down the road and been like, oh, shit, that's the car right there. They stopped that's for him. coffee. Those dumbasses. Also, you guys keep saying the word bugged and bugging over and over. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, cleverly. Maybe figure it out. Your own dialogue. Something it's so bad. bugs me about. They keep trying this. to work that in. But the writer fucks it up several times, too. It's like, <laughs> yeah. before he's able to write himself, like, he's like, bug, bug, funny, dap. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Back to the word bug. I'm feeling and awful GPS. daffy. Well, yeah. stupid. <laughs> Race. <laughs> Race war. All right, so they decide <laughs> now the next thing to do is to go back to the very beginning of this part of the movie anyway. That place where they splashed their flashlights around earlier, they're going to go back there. Hey, you remember my hilarious jokes about a hand-drawn map? Well, <laughs> it's second. even dumber than that. It's literally dumber than that, right? Because they go back and he sees this picture. He sees a picture of Jacob, the evil terrorist Jew, uh, sitting on a mountain, he goes, I know right where that mountain is. Let's go there. And it's like, how do you think pictures work? Right? Because there's a lot of pictures of me and pretty much all of them are in places where I'm currently not. Do you think you're looking <laughs> through a window to where he is? Jacob, come out. <laughs> Jacob, come out here. Come out of this picture, man. <laughs> also, <laughs> we got to talk to you. <laughs> I'll admit, I don't spend a lot of time in the outdoors, but I don't think that a picture would be enough to be like, no, I know exactly where that mountaintop is. Well, not that picture. I mean, there are mountaintops where I'd be like, yeah, no, that's Fuji. You know, but yeah, not that one. It's just, oh, yeah, no, rocks and grass. I know rocks and grass. I know the place. Like the back of my hand. Yeah. And bug. And they still don't get it. And then Butchin is like, that, that's a stupid thing. There's no way that's a clue. And then he turns it around and it literally just has, this is a clue written on the yeah, back. Yeah, right. No, it's a seek and ye shall find <laughs> on the back, which is just what George's wife told him before she left. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, it's only an hour or two away. 
Now, I only point out that he says that because then they clearly act like it's nine hours away for the rest of the like it's the middle of the night when they're looking around. And then when they get to the place that's an hour or two away, it's midday. Right. Yeah. Also, a quick note for you guys. I only need one, maybe two car driving by establishing shots to get the idea. Yeah. I don't need 11. Anyway. um, Okay. So they, they get to Scotland. The mountaintop, you know, <laughs> yeah. the one. And uh, and they have to have this weird moment where David A.R. White pulls out his gun again for no goddamn reason. Yeah, <laughs> on the guy he's trying to find who he now is convinced is a good guy. Yeah, he's just like, hey, you know, we might have to shoot some motherfuckers as we go up there. And David A.R. White pulls out his gun real quick with my gun. Like, yeah, obviously it would be with your gun, dude. You don't have to. I See, know I can pull my gun out. I can gun. do it. I can pull my gun out. <laughs> I've been First practicing try. since that last take. The umbrella <laughs> explodes out. Why you just don't carry the umbrella, man? <laughs> what are you doing with that umbrella? That keeps fucking you up. In case it rains. <laughs> so, so okay, so they show up, and wouldn't you know it, the the Jesus Jew is right there on the mountain where they expected him uh, to be. So they're like, "You're under arrest," and he's like, "Oh yeah, then where do clouds come from?" Hmm. <laughs> and he's. It's so overdramatic. They see him. He's standing on these rocks doing like Jesus pose, looking at everything. And he's like, what took you so long without looking? Like, yeah. I've been doing this dramatic pose for a while. Hey, my heart is so sore. This is awkward. Like he might as well pull up a big chair and like put it on the rock and then slowly spin around. <laughs> I want to see the scenes where like hikers are just passing by and he's like, what took you so long? Sorry, what? Oh, oh nope. Sorry. Looking for other people. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Out of the shot. So, <laughs> so it, of course, David A.R. White's like, so, hey, wait a minute. Are you one of those 144,000 Christ Jews people I was being told about? <laughs> and he's like, yes, that's why I'm up on this mountain doing nothing. This whole yeah, time. <laughs> right. Well, and they even ask, he's like, why did you bring us all the way out to this mountain? It's like, yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Does oh, it? yeah, that makes, uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, blue, 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 blue. Yeah, right. Peas and carrots. Also, <laughs> I want to talk about how badly written this scene is just from a tone perspective, because David is obviously doing the like, ooh, this is the guy who will guide me on my journey thing. But his partner's like, down on the ground, stop resisting, yes. <laughs> stop resisting. <laughs> Right. And just a small thing at the very end of the scene, the rabbi guy does the like shoulder bump thing after he gets arrested. He's like going to bump into David Arroyd, kind of mad about it, but they missed. <laughs> like David Arroyd, like clearly knew it was, he got like too scared and he moves like five seconds early so he doesn't get shoulder bumped. <laughs> I flinch. I flinch a lot. Sorry. Sorry. No, we're not retaking it, Dave. All right. So they, they take him away. Uh, they throw him in the car and he's in the back seat doing like sort of the Kevin Spacey from seven thing. You know, um, he's going like, you guys know it was the rapture. Right. And Ashton's going, what the stupid rapture? Not the rapture. Quiet down. Play your Game Boy. Play your Game Boy. <laughs> Let your sister have a turn. And also, this is where they dig into the true nature of the bee chip. Yeah. And they say, or as they call it, the beast chip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, the beast chip? When was that decision made? I want to be in the room for that decision being made. Okay, I call to order the secret evil cabal of people at the head of the New World Order. 
Uh, on today's docket, the name for the mark of the beast, which will turn all away from Christ and lead the dark lord into the light. Ooh, ooh. Uh, how about the devil bringer? Okay, so that's that's a little on the nose. We're we're looking for something a little subtler. Okay. Uh, what about damnation ship? Uh, okay, yeah, damnation so chip. I feel like everyone's just throwing out answers, but really aim for subtle, guys. We don't want to give away... The game, right? Oh, right. right yeah, that's right. fair. Smooth, uh, the beast chip, but we call it the B chip for sure. Ooh, I like that. Just yeah. okay. They won't know okay. necessarily. No, but what if there's just no direct reference to the mark of Satan at all? You know, we call it the chip or the happy fun time chip or so. Just like really subtle. Uh, I like beast chip. That's yeah. great. That could mean anything. Beast chip. Exactly. The beast chip could mean anything, not just. The mark of the beast? Sure, there's so many things. Yeah. Okay, like like what? Uh the beast from X-Men. The yeah, okay. that's the name of the character there. Or like a pass for the, the zoo. Okay, okay. Yes. You you think people are gonna hear we're coming out with something called the beast ship and assume it's named after a superhero? Or a pass for the zoo? Or a pass yeah, like, for the zoo. Like I just said. Fuck it. We'll call it the beast ship. Why not? A B chip. Yeah. Subtle. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, <laughs> like, look, I mean, again, they have cell phones. You just need cell phones. That's what's so goddamn funny about this movie is, right? Like, they, the Christians have been terrified for so fucking long that the government's going to put in some tracking device in their goddamn body. And we it's already just like, got you. No, right. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> no, we're going to sell you one. <laughs> You're going to buy one, you fucktards. You're going to buy one every two years because yeah, they tell right. you it's you'll free sit, now. You'll stand in line for this shit. Anyway, but Ashton's not buying it. Uh, but wouldn't you know it, of course, Jacob just has the right Bible quote for everything. This is, of course, what we have to dig into. the like Because his, his partner doesn't believe it's the rapture because he's like, but I'm a good person. And he's like, yeah, there's your first mistake right there, man. That does not matter. Doing At all. good deeds means nothing. Fuck, we keep standing here <laughs> in these movies. Can we not write around this? I love, nope. and he's quoting Bible verses and just saying random shit. And David Ayer White's finally like, uh, so you're saying that if I believe Jesus paid for my sins, like there's no way you could divine that from what he said up to this point, you fucking idiot. So you're saying if I'd been in, I don't know, something in the range of 28 movies like this. I would just sort of naturally understand that yeah, what you were right. implying. With... <laughs> All right, so they have to stop at a gas station. Again, he said the place was an hour or two away, so they get four miles to the gallon in this thing. And Ashton goes in to buy a soda and some sandwiches or something or whatever uh, so that he'll leave Jacob alone and him and Davey can talk about Jesus together. Yeah, he asks David, this is a little thing, he asks him if he wants anything and he says, get me a soda. Like, Name a fucking soda. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Name right. Salt. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that shit so much. Oh, all the time I mean. when I'm bartending, I'll have a beer. Oh, that's a beer. It. Are you done? Is huh? that all the information you have to me? <laughs> Idiot. Uh, cold, please. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a grande you have beer in a, in a yellow. You have something in sort of a golden yellow. Give it to me, beerly. No, oh. just you have to name. <laughs> Idiot. All right, so, and of course, you know, Davy's like. uh, uh, he's like, why did you bring us all the way out here? And he's like, so that I would have a chance to talk to you about Jesus. And he's like, 
okay, then why go to the, the mountain, though? You could have done that at the shelter. And he's like, fuck. Yeah, they have delivery there. They have uh, fuck. Also, I love this moment where they get out of the car to get their sodas and their foods. And Jacob still is Jewish because he's like, I'm fine. It's fine. I don't need anything. <laughs> See if they have cliff bars. They're the only thing I need. <laughs> That's just you, not Jewish. <laughs> I and Jewish are the same thing, Heathleton. You will learn this. So Jewish and I. <laughs> so here's where, um, this is where Davey decides that he does want to accept Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. So we have that awkward moment. It's like, you know, I, I want what you have. I want to know your Jesus. What do I have to do? And he's like, it's remarkably stupid. You just say, Ugh. hey, Jesus. They're uh, so uncomfortable, too. I'd rather watch the sex scenes from the room on loop than these come to Jesus. <laughs> it's the creepiest use of come into my blank that I've ever heard. And that's saying a lot for me. A lot. <laughs> I love his prayer to it. When he starts talking to Jesus, he's like, God. I know you're real. That's the I'm not racist of prayer preface, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm always like, you know, because I'm always like that with, with Eli. I'll call him. I'm like, Eli, I know you're real. What time do you want to record tonight? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? All right. So, yeah. And this is where Davey has his moment. And he just is like, no, I can't do it. And he puts Jacob in the trunk and then drives away. Now, I get him driving away from his partner is him getting Jacob out. But. There is no reason why he has to put this man in the trunk. None. I mean, to be fair, you've been in a car with a Jew for a long period of time. <laughs> oh, There's no way we wouldn't have stopped on the third trip to ReasonCon and you've been like, oh, yeah, you know what? Get in the trunk. <laughs> uh, That's why you always done. wants to get a van. There's a cliff bar in there and you're close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. He drives off. Ashton is very upset, so he calls him on his cell phone. <laughs> it's the best. It's the dumbest phone call ever. He's like, hello? Oh, hey, Adam, it's Charles. He's like, Charles Baker? He's like, yes, Charles, you stole my car five seconds ago. Literally seconds ago. And then, you can see me out the rear of yeah, yeah, right. Just look, I'm waving. Are you waving? Yes, we are waving at each other. We've established who each of us are. Should we go on with the conversation? Yes. And then he's like, what do you think you're doing? And David goes, what do you think I'm doing? God, yes. this is badly written. Oh, it's so What bad. do you think? No. What do you think I'm doing? Fuck it. Okay. I'm doing all of them stressed. What do you think I'm doing? Nailed it. Okay. One take. We're done. He goes, this is the craziest thing you've ever done. He's like, no, this is the sanest thing I've ever done. Ugh. Oh, my God. And then just to wrap it up, he goes, David A.R. White says to his buddy, he's like, I love you, my friend, more than you'll ever know. What? <laughs> that was so insane. I rewind it because each it was just like, hey. You're the most beautiful man I've ever met. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Such a weird thing to say. So after this impossibly rich little bit of dialogue, Ashton decides he's got to steal the car from the dude who just pulled up. Now, first of all, the dude whose car he steals seems not at all upset about this. But secondly, he's just pulling up to put gas in it. I so wanted... Asked you to get three miles down the road, run out of gas, and think, fuck, yeah, no, I should have waited until he was done. 
It's so. too weird, though, if you wait and you're just like, I'm going to steal your card. I'd actually prefer if you put premium in because I'm about to <laughs> drive fast. I'm going to pour this bleach into my car. This <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's oh, the milk. That's the milk. That's the milk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Every time. Milk in my car. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Davey gets away, but he, he's stopped by another goddamn checkpoint. And remember, guys, he doesn't have the mark of the beast. This is his third strike. And Ooh. Ashton is right behind him. Luckily, God intervenes. God like pulls the plug on the on the chip checker? Yes, right, right, exactly. God fucks up their Wi-Fi. I wanted it to cut to the Jesus ninja who's still got the little black girl in a chokehold and he's just unplugged the router. <laughs> gives him a wink, poofs away. <laughs> yeah, but the computer's not working, so they can't tell that this is his third strike. So th this is great. The guy hands him a piece of paper and says, here, I'm going to give you a verbal warning. Really? Is it, <laughs> is it written on this piece of paper, your verbal warning? Did you write it down for me? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So and and then of course Ashton, like just as they're letting him go, Ashton shows up, but he's like three people back, so it's too late. He missed him. He got through the checkpoint. Hooray. Anyway, so then he gets a few miles down the road, and there's another checkpoint. This time Lieutenant Frederick is there. Remember a heavy breathing guy Wait, from before? So why would he even escape? It makes no, <laughs> no sense. No, it's it just like sense. literally the next scene is him getting caught. So it's just like hooray, never mind. Yeah, right. It's, so, yeah, they stop him and, and Davey gives, gives himself up. But damn it, wouldn't you know it? He let the Jew go somewhere along the way, <sighs> which, again, would have been a lot easier to do if you didn't have him in the fucking trunk. <laughs> I thought I actually thought that was supposed to be magic, like the Jew poofed out of the trunk. But now, now I realize that David A.R. White just let him out. <laughs> but I thought that know. was like magic. Yeah. Like David expected him to be back there and he opens it. And he's like, ah. <laughs> also, why did the military guy go to the trunk to check? Right? Like he, he goes straight, like I remember from the script earlier that you <laughs> yeah, right, for no right. reason to the plot put the rabbi in the trunk. He's gone. Fuck. Like and also, <laughs> why does it matter? He's now the rabbi's running around in, in a field in California ruining the plan of yeah, and the Antichrist? Yeah, apparently, yeah. Yeah, because then we, we cut back now to uh, Jacob. He goes back to the same damn mountain, which is they, they know you go there now, dumbass. But but then we show him like spreading the gospel like a mofo. We show Ashton. He's moving up. He's going to work for the global Satan government. And it also, by the way, while we're seeing all of this, we're also being reminded that the soundtrack is available on Joy Christ Records or something. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh. So, okay, so we cut to Davy in jail, right, for our little wrap-up scene. This, By the way, that's the whole fucking movie, right? This is the wrap-up scene, if you can believe that. Um, th this is where, like, the guard comes to give him some food, and he kind of winks at him, and he's like, hey, man, you know, there's a, there's a file uh, baked into this bread. But no, it's a goddamn highlighted Bible page. You can sneak me anything into prison, <laughs> and it's a fucking Bible page? Also, because of the way that shot, the like, hey, look at this. It looks like he's just showing David A.R. White his dick. I really <laughs> wanted to pan down his dick. He's like, huh? No, you're not into some dick? Okay. No, right, enjoy well, your you know, prison. Just... Enjoy your single drumstick. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
I wonder if there'd be something inside the chicken too. Like inside the chicken, there's a tiny little Bible and that's hollowed out. And then there's like a small, <laughs> smaller piece of bread inside that. Key to the cell. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So um, the Bible passage, by the way, is something along the lines of GP and persecuted sure is the bee's knees. Yeah. Being in jail means you actually won. Yeah. Also, you were in jail when our budget ran out. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right. End of movie. Yeah, right. We see him holding his hands up all Jesus style and it's over. Hooray. All right. So, guys, this movie delivered some epic twists on the old rapture formula that we've seen 19 times before. Any ideas for what variations on the classic are in store for the sequel? Oh, uh, um, I'm going to say uh, at the census, they, they trick you into drinking monster energy. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the Antichrist in this one is always in blackface. They, know, <laughs> they never address it. It's just always there. See, now I, I have one too, because then this just occurred to me when Eli was talking about his bit, but I want him to have a rock hammer that's hollowed out and has a Bible on the inside of it. Ooh. <laughs> that would be a nice twist. Anyway, like that's going to, I guess that's going to do it for our review of the moment after. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet, though, because we still need to coax ourselves back here next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. The moment after two. The moment after the moment after. <laughs> the, a later moment. A different moment. We really, this movie wasn't even about, the, it was, this movie was about the four months after. The moment after barely even factored into it. All right. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 143 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us out a ton by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club Club. David A.R. White died, drew a gun on paper, and it shot him. The pizza delivery guy who was bringing that Mountain Jew his food every day eventually got suspicious. Nobody broke the witch's curse. David A.R. White's suit continued to grow and grow. Today it covers the land as far as the eye. Sorry, that's skit one, right? That's not a doodly do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, you got this. Just put it where Morgan, just throw in pauses where the doodly do's are. Noel put it all together. Oh, okay, great. His wife's out of town. He's got yeah, nothing no, but that's, time. That's honestly true. Yeah, just just give me these separately and give me pauses with it with the doodly do's. That'll be fine. No annotations on the page, Morgan. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC, copyright 2018, all rights reserved.